And now, uh, from the bedding bunker in Bushwick, let's give it up for Joel Wachowski. What is up, folks? Hello, party people joining on the stream. If you're watching live, thank you. If you're listening tomorrow, thank you. Welcome to the walk-on. We are ready to rock on. We are ready to get our talk on all things betting. NBA, NFL, the election, golf, you name it, we got it. I am Joel Wachowski here, as always, for the Props Network. And joining me, as always, gracing me with the most guttural of intros. I think we've got an hour today. You used about six minutes on that intro. Brian Allen Mitchell. Thank you. you. Thank you. I was I forgot all the words I was going to use. So you just got to go guttural for a little bit, you know. Yeah, the words are the name of the show. Yes. My where you work and the name of someone you've known for eight years. Hard to get those things. All straight. right. All right. Those are those are pretty hard. And uh, you know you you. Now I have a list, so now it's great. Thank you. I needed that list, so we're we're in good shape now. You nail it. I'm gonna buy you that that present. I nail. I, I sent you a picture of a little set, Star Trek Settlers of Catan. Yeah, I really like that. I've never really played Catan, so and it's got Star Trek, so I'm I'm in. It does it doesn't matter. And I sent it to you. It's like, hey, if we had a child, it would look like this. Yes, <laughs> yes, just the 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 face of a uh, starship Enterprise, you know, and the body of Joel Wilkowski. Absolutely. Just me with a spaceship for a head. I think that's what my fiance visualizes when we make love. Ooh, that's hot. That's yeah, hot. she owns a lot of Tesla stock. She loves alternative transportation. That's good. So I, I love there's there's gonna be a new there's a battery summit tomorrow for, for Tesla. I'm really Happy excited about that. Battery day. If that's right. Options traders, be careful out there. You're probably gonna make a lot of money. Big announcements coming and yeah, if you like me, I'll have the battery day hold my bread out tomorrow afternoon. How was your weekend, Bry Guy? Pretty good. I uh, had a little uh, friend had a 40th surprise birthday, and that was fun. I've never been part of like a surprise birthday before, so it it just it got me all the feels of like, wow, that was there, you know. It's kind of like when I watched Star Trek Undiscovered Country for the first time, you know, just a lot. Surprise birthday. They didn't know they were having a party or they didn't know they were turning 40. It was a both. It was like he didn't know, but he, he did. It was it was great. And he he was genuinely like surprised. So that was super cool to see. I, I like the idea of a, of, of a surprise party for someone who doesn't know they're 40. Hey, guess what, bitch? You got to start saving for retirement. <laughs> 40 is a, a bad age to start saving for retirement. You're, yeah. you're, you're in bad shape there. Yeah, and, but still in better shape than most Americans. Honestly, the best thing you can do with finance is follow my bets on this show. What a weekend. Uh, <laughs> what a joyous How are, how are your bets first before we, we say, everyone, use, use Joel's bets? How did you do? I, I, I'm up on the weekend, but it, it, sometimes it's about the way a bet breaks down. Sure, so my big play sure. of the weekend, I put $469 uh-huh. on a Titans Chiefs money line parlay. Okay. And it hit, and it's it's how you want it to hit. You wow. Know? Parlays are hard to hit most of the time, right? Yeah, well, you do the steep money line. Sometimes you can get in trouble. I know if anyone's watched this show so far, I get in trouble with the steep money line. <laughs> but... Yesterday was relaxing because both the games were enjoyable. Yes. There was a little bit of stress, but when you're back in 
you know, Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, you're going to feel good. Most of the time. He he kind of had a little poo-poo day for a little bit. I was like, uh-oh, like the, the wheels are off, buddy. But I'm like, yeah, Pat's fine. Yeah, He's okay. Chargers always play them well. Phil Rivers, he had that two-conversion game against them. Yeah, Two-point yeah. conversion game in Kansas City. Yeah. Ronde 18 months ago. Probably the best moment of regular season Phil Rivers' career. Oh, yeah. he's He dreams about it every day. And we'll get more into that later. The important thing is I'm doing good. Good. Last night, Seahawks-Lakers Ooh. tied them together. You're on the right side of it. If you can win two games on the last play and you're not stressed. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. That is a gambler's dream. <laughs> and the, I, I've been saying this is the Anthony Davis ascendancy. Yeah. And you are kind of feeling that confidence. Like yeah. him and Jokic, they're dueling. Every time Anthony gets the ball in his hands. You know he's scoring. So confident. You know he's scoring. Yeah, and I think like in this series with Rondo kind of balancing out that team, yep. we're watching it. LeBron is handing the reins to Anthony Davis. He's got the You're di- telling me he's giving the keys? He's giving the keys to the city already? He's giving him the keys to the kingdom. It's 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 King Anthony at this point, Prince LeBron. <laughs> Prince LeBron? Well, let's not say that to his face. I don't think he would like that. But I'm, what I love about LeBron, everything, duh. Uh, but <laughs> it, it's where are you from? Uh, 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 Akron, Ohio. Um, <laughs> um, what I love, where I think we're seeing Alex Caruso really showing up. And he does. LeBron loves to get guards and just mold them into his to his product. You know, like Booby Gibson. No one would know about Booby Gibson if he wasn't passing to when Le, if LeBron wasn't passing to him. No, All right. No, there's a Chalmers. Re, there's a reason. Chalmers won a Nash, a, a March Madness tournament. Yeah. with a great shot. Alex Caruso is not Mario Chalmers. He is not Booby Gibson. What Alex Caruso is, is he's a preemptive strike in the greatest of all time argument. Because you put Alex Caruso yeah. next to John Paxson, one looks like a basketball player, one looks me, but somehow more bald, but with more hair. Hey, <laughs> hey. Like, but that's, hey, if you're going to say in John Paxson, hey, I mean, I think that's a, that's a good... That's a good matchup. I like that. Paxson versus Caruso. Present day, I'm taking Paxson. At their peak, I'm oh, taking Paxson. Come on. Alex Caruso doesn't have the frame to be an NBA player. The yes, fact he that does. He, he can dunk. He can dunk, but he's too slight. I mean, Earl Boykins could take him in a wrestling match. I'm 100% confident in well, that. Well, Earl's a tough man. So I just, let's let's give Alex some time in the weight room a little bit. All right. We will get to the basketball. Yeah. We will. We have Nate Fritzen in studio for a little NBA, NFL. Mm-hmm. The biggest story this week, of course, the U.S. Open was going on. Yes. And I kept getting, I think the biggest story in golf has to be the targeted ads I was getting asking me to borrow Phil Mickelson's Weed Whacker. Wow. <laughs> they heard you. They heard me. Siri is listening to the walk-on. And congratulations, listeners. You've got something in common with Siri. That's good. iOS iOS 14 came out and just is, is attacking you, and that's great. That's o- usually only true if my listeners are born in a Chinese factory, which is most of them. <laughs> yeah, you, you, know, you, you know how to pick hardworking uh, people. No, and do do I know you're probably a very casual golf fan. Do you know who the U.S. Open winner was? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Bryson. I was going to say Tiger Woods because it's just default black, but uh, <laughs> um, but uh, Bryson, yeah, Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson DeChambeau, and I know he's kind of having that crossover appeal, right? 
Like, like crossover appeal. Dude, I was seeing Brooklyn vegan hardcore straight edge comedians <laughs> tweet about Bryson yesterday. Yeah, I mean, he's got that he's got that I uh I game but also make beer at the same time in my in my Brooklyn basement. So. Yeah, you you look at him and you're like he does not use his bathtub for bathing. What's it for? <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's got to be great for golf cuz who's the most famous golf like character from a fictional book or movie it's not happy gilmore right it's shooter mcgavin everyone wants to be shooter everyone wants to be shooter and we've got our shooter that's true did you hear what rory he was like uh, i really don't like his play he, he um, doesn't i'm gonna do that with more of an impression actually if you're <laughs> quoting rory mcavroy okay. <laughs> well i just don't um he's not playing golf like we used to um he's he's not hitting the fairways <laughs> is that is that a is that good that is Probably good. not. That was, that was a good. What, can we get a, a region check for Rory McIlroy? I know it's Northern Ireland, Northern right? Northern Ireland. Yeah. Okay. The, okay. So yeah, maybe I would maybe work in some more pro U two comments. Okay. All right. Did cool. you know? I just being a gambling news. Someone made a bet thirty years ago that U two would still be together today. Oh, that's some Back to the Future shit, right? Yeah. There. They tied it to a couple television series being on the air, and they hit those six headed parlay. Paid out a hundred and thirty thousand pounds. Oh my! And that's that's like two hundred and thirty in U.S. Yeah, and a hundred and thirty thousand pounds—that's a lot of money. It's not just Marlon Brando's weight at his day of death. Okay, <laughs> no one weighs that at the death time. No one weighs at death time. Okay, you you let them die. And you know, I thought it'd be, fun, but back to Bryson. Everyone likes a villain. Right? Yes. Yeah. And it's good to have someone who's eminently just so easy to make fun of. So I thought it'd be fun to do some Bryson DeChambeau roast jokes for you. Please. Okay. <laughs> so you know a guy is a dick when you don't notice the hat. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and you can actually tell that Bryson DeChambeau is a douche because the name Bryson DeChambeau is the most likable thing about him. <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau, he's a real PGA hole. Um, for a guy who's always using irons, he looks like he's lacking it. And cool. yesterday, I, I noticed that Bryson was using a five wood, yeah. which is what he calls his erect penis. Um, hey, that's a good club. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come up with a button for this one, Braga. <laughs> uh, he uses custom-made carbon shafts. Which is a fancy way of saying he owns a dildo. Um, That's battery powered by Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Battery Day. And honestly, so many people are like me. They only watch Bryson play to see him have a major stroke. Yeah. Oh, man. Bryson. Um, yeah. He always wears a bray when the closest he'll be to Paris is getting Eiffel Towered by two caddies. And um, he recently turned 27 and has a lot of clubs. Which is a coincidence because most fans wish he would join the 27 Club. Oh. <laughs> oh, Bryson. Yeah. yeah, those jokes are hitting harder than him on the drive box. Huh? That is true. <laughs> that is true. 360 yards worth of laughs. And you know Rory McIlroy would be like, you know, in my day, we didn't write roast jokes about golf champions. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Should we do the whole show in a Rory voice? <laughs> That's really good. I, I, my favorite thing too about the Bryson uh, post interview, he was like, "Yeah, I'm just, I was just doing great. I was just great out there." <laughs> who, who fucking does that? Who? Shooter McGavin. Shooter does that. McGavin who does Bryson do that. Shit. Does it. You're right. Shooter McGavin would do that. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. have to convert some hockey players to golfers to take this guy down. 
And you know what? I did. I took the the administrator, the president's advice yeah. on betting John Rom live. Didn't turn out for me, but hey. Sometimes it's fun to light a $10 bill on fire. That's true, but you don't want to do that in, in the state of Mississippi. They don't like that. No. I'm just making up things about states. So. Yeah, and that, that was the first bet I've ever placed with motor oil on my hand, so I was really committed Wow, Motor City, Joel. Motor Damn. City, Joel. I think I've still got the oil on my hands, and I did LSD that night, so I looked at my hands and just thought, how dirty they are. <laughs> <laughs> All this petrol on my hand, what is happening? All right, so I know we, we at the Props Network, we can, our goal is to guide you. We want you to bet smarter, to bet more intelligently. That's why we have a site where you can shop the lines. Well, it's illegal to bet on a U.S. presidential election. DraftKings in West Virginia, I believe, they had odds on the election quickly taken down. But a shady offshore site is offering some Biden action that I thought was pretty suspicious, to say the least. I just can't believe the... You're, I know it's offshore, but to, I guess uh, Sam was saying that they they do this all around the country. Like they bet on presidential like debates and stuff, right? Yeah, they will around the world. In in Europe, for example, you yeah. can bet not just on you two being together. You can bet on who's going to be the prime minister. You know, some people made some money on the Brexit election. Yeah, yeah. So hmm. I have a bet minus eight hundred. Will Joe Biden have COVID-19 before September 25th? Whoa. <laughs> I don't... Uh, some No, no. You don't want to press any buttons on that, and on this site. I tell you, I had a perfect weekend, and I went <laughs> from there to the Reddit conspiracy, and yeah. they're like, Joe Biden will have COVID-19 before the first debate. What is that? No, don't, don't put that... Don't put COVID on anybody. I mean, we're putting COVID on him, but we're putting $100 in our pocket, which is more than the government's done since April. Ooh, <laughs> that is true. I'm looking for a next stimulus. Government? Yeah, next stimulus. We don't have jobs. This Wait, this is our job, huh? Yeah, I think so. Well, Brian, Brian was at the very Midwestern. He said he's not going to get paid for this show till he does a good enough job. You guys write in. You, you let us know when Brian's able to be paid. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, what did LeBron say? Nothing's giving. Everything was earned. Okay. Quote, and, unquote. Yeah. And LeBron famously played his rookie season for free. <laughs> <laughs> he said, give Ricky Davis more. He deserves give it. Give it to Ricky. He's the guy. Yeah. So we, you, there is action on will Biden have COVID? Will Biden show up to a debate? There's all sorts of crazy Biden bets out there. I can't. Well, he's going to show up. Hey, I, that's... I. I don't know why they, that's a bet. They're going to come to all of them. You have, you kind of have to. Yeah, and there's also a line for whether he will mention COVID in the debate. That's a that's an easy one. Of the course. only way that bet doesn't hit is if Biden preps his own notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, corn pop. I love corn pops. Nars. Well, buddy. No, I think it's going to be okay. Uh, these, I think these uh, uh, bets are in bad taste and. Um, I, I think it's Russia, uh, but, you know, I, I just call it now Russia, conspiracy theory. All right. It's Russia, and maybe it's Polish placing the action. So let's get into it. Let's table this conversation. But we, before we get into the amazing events of one of the best sports weekends mm. in, in the calendar year, mm. I got to tell people about BetMGM Sportsbook. 
the official sports book of not only this show, but the Detroit Lions. One of those products is good. Okay, so BetMGM, they're live for legal betting in Colorado, Indiana, Nevada, New Jersey, and West Virginia. Don't bet on the election there. Are you betting on NFL or NBA this season? How about the U.S. Open? Take some of that action to BetMGM. Why? Because for a limited time, BetMGM has a special signing bonus for the Props Network listeners. All you have to do is create a new account at BetMGM, official sportsbook of the Detroit Lions, and use code WALKON20 and get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $500. That's right. Just enter code WALKON20 and up to a $500 bonus bankroll is yours. Sounds pretty good, right, Brian? Pretty good. All right, let's get you out in Colorado. Let's put you on some legal weed, and then you're going to put some money under that promo code, huh? Oh, I don't I don't know about this legal weed. I'll get some CBD. I'll try some CBD. I'll try that. <laughs> that is the persona. Well, joining me <laughs> in studio today, one of my oldest friends in New York, one of the most prolific and wonderful comics Love in this him. whole country. You might enjoy his album on Spotify, The Best Guy So Far. Please welcome the Detroit Tiger himself, Nate Fritzen. Yeah. Hey, oh, hey. Nate Dog, how are you? Oh my gosh, I'm doing great. I call you Nate Dog because in your comedy career, as a feature, you improved everything. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell that one on my own, but uh, still great, great cover art. <laughs> He's like this in the photo. It's great. So yeah, we had a sedentary weekend. You joined me for the Lions game last weekend. I couldn't get you over to the bet bunker on Sunday. Sorry, it was Rosh Hashanah. I couldn't make it. That was uh, that was the only that was the only thing keeping me. Honestly, I, that was I it. thought he was put off the air because he took all those pills. <laughs> <laughs> did you get, have a Did you have a good uh, festivities? Uh, yeah, it was on Zoom this year, which was uh, which was strange. Cool. So I got to see. Everyone's home at the uh, you know usually I'm falling asleep yeah so this was like you had to like stay awake and like my parents could see me on screen that was <sighs> kind of scary but um, it was uh we did it we did the thing great and do you put a little mezuzah next to the browser window I or did. no. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you're going to enter the Zoom, we need some good vibes, yeah, huh? You need to kiss that on the way in. <laughs> but yeah, you, you you had a nice Rosh Hashanah. You watched a little NFL yesterday. And the story of the NFL yesterday has to be a, a negative one. There were a lot of great things that happened, but pretty crippling array of injuries throughout oh the league. Oh, my goodness. It almost seems as though these guys need a preseason. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> At the very least... Can we give the MetLife groundskeepers a preseason? Yeah. In that in that Niners game, the Niners in their first time on that field, they had a season-ending injury to Nick Bosa. Jimmy G goes out. Raheem Mostert, fresh off an 80-yard touchdown run, I couldn't believe goes that. out soon. And the worst part of this is the the Niners play on that same field next week. <laughs> I would not want to be there. Would not. I would have to figure something out. That's yeah, gonna end George Kittle's career. That's gonna. Be, he's gonna come <laughs> back. That's gonna be it. Yeah, George Kittle has to come out with a sprained knee, <laughs> trotting that out on this terrible field. And you know, I know it's, the field is bad because I was working a production design gig on, in MetLife a few years ago. Yeah. No one was guarding the field. I went out <laughs> you there. You just go there. I took my lunch break at the 50-yard line. That's amazing. 
Yeah, usually you don't eat your lunch there at the uh, 50 unless you're a defensive end coming for Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't even believe um, all the... These are these are high market people, and to not have it, well, have them there. Here's what I don't understand: Why is it bad? Why uh, is it bad? I, I don't know. We're all we all live in the tri-state area. Anyone having a hard time finding contractors, and, uh, <laughs> day laborers? Anybody? Why is it bad? I don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah, how hard is it to find turf? I got this turf at Home Depot <laughs> for twenty dollars. I did as good of a job as the people who paint the midfield of MetLife. Yeah. Employ me at the walk-on. We only tape. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Tuesdays, so wrong order for those, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they even they verified the field today. What does that mean? I don't even know what, what that... Do, did you have an NFL player making cuts? Like, what? what I, uh, is, what is I that? I scanned the NFL logo with my phone. It says it's good now. So <laughs> I, like, what does card. that mean? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I thought the indoor ones were the bad ones. Those were the ones that Most of the time they so, are. But the indoor run, runs, they used to be the bad fields, but actually that's one of the Lions' biggest contribution to NFL history. We started using the field turf made of like diced up tires. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's not the case. That's like life. that's like our main export now from Detroit. That's like uh, the number one <laughs> just got up tires. discarded tires. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, no one's buying we... these American-made automobiles. <laughs> what are we going to do with them? Scrap them for parts. No one's buying parts. <laughs> well, we've got a football stadium the Ford family's building. Oh, boy. It's just... And yeah, and against all odds, I can't recall any real like life or career-ending injuries on the on Ford Field. Just people usually make their career against the Lions. Actually, it's like a much different vibe. You know, they I have, get like, a lot. I hear the a lot best of, play of their career. I hear a lot of toe or a lot of turf toe. You get a lot oh, of turf toe. Yeah, on that that's thing. true. Calvin Johnson is no longer playing, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's a quitter. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we not just we don't have just the Niners injured. Saquon Barkley, oh, yeah. Barkley's out for the year. Christian oh. McCaffrey's out for six weeks. And if you had a top three pick in your fantasy draft, congratulations. You're out of the league already. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had McCaffrey, and he's going to be out for like six weeks. High ankle sprains are not good. They're, they're not, they're not, you're never going to be good after that. I, I sprained my, my ankle. I got a high ankle sprain on July 4th. Still bothering me. Yeah. My mom was floating in a tube down the river. I had to go get her, so it's the price you pay. That's great. Did you play on it, though? Did you play hurt? <laughs> yeah, you know me. I, I always see, play hurt. See, that's the thing. You know, it's like uh, there's different, you know, different players of different types, you know? You play on that, play on that high ankle sprain, and you're not good. That's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's tough. He's going to be hurt for a while. They're, they're all going to try to play. Anyone who has a high ankle sprain is going to try to play. And it always sucks, and it hurts something else in your leg. And yeah. Then you tear your Achilles, mm -hmm. and you're, you're calling it a day. It, it's a chain reaction because you're not ready to get through 16 games. Hell a lot of these no. guys aren't through two. And, and like, look at just the Green Bay and Detroit game yesterday. Green Bay is missing their best linemen on both sides of the ball. The Detroit Lions don't have a secondary. Everyone has the same injury, yeah. a strained hamstring. Yep. Right. And that is a preseason, that's a preseason injury. Yep. And to think that these players can go full speed without seeing any other NFL player and just playing your squad, no. The speed is different. Everyone knows the speed's different. So you're, you're telling me, like, Calais Campbell's coming at me real fast. Like, oh, I've seen this before. No, you didn't. You just saw him. Right. You know, this is, you're, you're, there's so many new pieces in the NFL, and you have to deal with that and try to just make, like, go through a, <laughs> go through a game without even getting injured, and that's not happening to any team at all. 
Yeah. You're getting like three and or as four. you said, like it makes you it makes everything different. Like it makes the way you run different. Like I listen, we're all profe- we're all athletes here. Yeah, um, yeah. I could say this as a uh, former dog walker. Um, <laughs> I uh, I would occasionally hurt my foot and it would change the way I walked the entire rest of the week. Right. And then I'm just not I'm not good till Monday again. I need those two days. <laughs> you need those two days. I need those two days and I'm on my feet. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I, honestly I have the list of all the players injured yesterday. It's probably around 150 marquee guys from look at this scroll. Ugh. That is a lot. Luckily, it you know, the four o'clock slate, they got their work in order. No, not many people were hurt, but the Drew one Locke, o'clock slate. Drew Locke got crashed. I think he's a one o'clock though. Yeah, Drew Locke is out of there, but luckily former Detroit Lion Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> oh, they were in. able to get Driscoll? Yeah, they got Driscoll. <laughs> oh and- wow. Dude, they I can't believe he was available. What a year he had last year, man. If he met, hey, he was the best of the line five backup quarterbacks they went through last year. Oh boy, we missed something when we lost him. And if imagine being a Broncos fan, you're missing not only Drew, you're missing Jerry Judy, you're missing Cortland Sutton, you're Cortland Sutton went down. Oh Every reason you have to be excited about this season is now obsolete. I've been talking about the Broncos on this show the entire time. Yeah. I will no longer be talking about the Broncos on <laughs> Did you this. see Drew get hit by Bud? He he just got smacked into the ground and you knew his like his his, his that shoulder's gone. There's nothing in there anymore. Yeah, and he's a guy that's predicated on arm strength and <laughs> it's probably going to disrupt his entire career cuz they didn't block a Pittsburgh Steeler. You can't. Okay. They're so good. Let's get into something fun. We had a genuinely great Sunday night football game. Yes. We had Seahawks. We had Patriots. Did uh, you guys enjoy that? Oh, yeah. Great game. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I for for my own uh, com- competition purposes, I had people on my team and on my fantasy team in the game. So it was it was playing well. It was great. Everyone was getting everyone was doing well in that game. Even players you don't really trust, like Chris Carson, were playing well. It was, it was fantastic. <laughs> Uh, I, Nicole told me I have to talk about Russell Wilson uh, a lot. Okay. Uh, and and it's, it's weird. Let me just give the caveat. Everyone's talking about, oh, he's the best player in football. He's the most underrated guy. Yeah. And usually that kind of sets you up for a letdown. Not with Russell Wilson. No, no he's way. There. And everyone, not everyone, but I'm hearing like, oh, Josh Allen for MVP. Uh, hello, we have a Super Bowl winning QB. Let's let's give him some praise yeah, for a little bit. He should, Please? he should be first in line for that. And yeah. he's better. He's a better player. He's a better just, player. Josh Allen is is off to a great start to the season, and I uh, wish him the best in uh, his diversity training. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, Russell Wilson is obviously the best. Is obviously the better player. Hey, you Hands can tell down. Josh Allen attended that diversity training. He did not go to Cole Beasley down the stretch. A lot <laughs> broke from him yesterday. Can a lot we, of Stefan Diggs, a lot of Stefan Diggs. So you see that happening yeah, now. Can we look, keep Stephon happy. What are the uh, what are the Russell Wilson MVP odds now? They were six fifty going into that Sunday night game. We might want to think about throwing a few shekels on that account. Stand by. Stand by. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and DK Metcalf is what a steal for a second round receiver. In I we. I know, Brian, you as a minority, like, Thank you. You, you representation matters. And honestly, it's fulfilling to me to see an NFL player with my same body type. So, <laughs> hats off I thought, I thought that was going to be nice up top. Yeah, yeah, and, and then he went to Josh Allen's uh, diversity <laughs> training. No, I'm just saying I got big muscles. That's a nice thing. I, it I is. It anyone. is. Yeah. You know, he's great. Plus 300. 
what what are the Josh Allen odds? Can we? I wish there were option bets for like futures bets in that. Plus two thousand. Okay. Is so, that is that good? Is that, that those are that's a nice payout. That's twenty to one. You put a hundred dollars there. Mm. You you potentially get two thousand dollars back if the impossible happens. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you never know. With all these people going down, you know, Josh might be the only quarterback standing. Yeah, but so. if in order for Josh Allen to win, a good thing would happen to ha- would have to happen to like somebody from Buffalo. So uh, I don't yeah. think that's just that's just kind of written out. <laughs> and, and I mean, if Josh Allen is the only one left standing. That just means his feet are planted correctly for the first time in his life. <laughs> <laughs> He, the dude looks like a rocket when he throws the ball. Oh, yeah. So that that was a great game. I think it was a potential, like, either of those teams could make the Super Bowl. I wasn't surprised. Yeah. And the Cam Newton story in New England. He's doing it. He's doing it, Peter. He's it's doing fun. it. It's a fun story. And yeah. you could tell that they were, they've busted out that playbook specifically for Cam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like this other players on the team, like Cam didn't look up from his playbook on a six hour flight. Like he's setting a positive example to New England Patriots. That's yeah. amazing to me. Yeah. That is incredible. There's a lot of people who had to like uh, take down some posts, I think, for when they, uh, oh. when they signed him. There's people oh, who were. Yeah. There's a lot of people in New England who were like, thought this was going to go one way and it is going the other way. And they, I, I can't imagine the confusion. I don't know. Oh yeah, they probably even they're like they took it down, but they're just just hidden them. They're just hid. Right. So like they, I might pop <laughs> they'll up. They'll be back. They'll be yeah, back they might be seven. back up if he messes up. <laughs> but he's he's bringing the team. Oh, he's rallying the team when they're down, and and he's making plays. I mean, yeah. that's that's what he's, you want from no, Cam. He's doing everything, and he looks great. Yeah, he he looks uh, he looks spiteful. I would yeah. say, like which is hard to do in a yellow hat. It is. <laughs> it's hard to do when you're dressed like a cartoon wolf to uh, <laughs> to look to look anything but horny. But he uh, is good. Cam, uh, he's he's not he's playing like Cam Newton, but there's a dimension as a pocket passer that he's never had. Like guys like Demare Bird are turning into go-to guys for him, mm-hmm. and like and Julian Edelman just had a career day, right? He had like the best. Day. He had we had one seventy nine, one seventy nine, something like that. Yeah, one seventy five, one seventy nine. Talk about getting over an X. My goodness, <laughs> that's. <laughs> This is a bet, like. And my favorite thing about Julian, he, he's happy. You can see he's smiling. You know, a person yeah. that had that relationship with Brady for the, that long, you would think that would, you know, like, I don't know about this guy, but he's just stepped up and shows, like, hey, Cam wants to work, I'll go to work. Too. I think that relationship with Brady, Edelman's relationship with Brady is more like Tiger Woods' relationship with his old caddy. Yeah. Where it's like, we think these two are friends because we keep seeing them botch high fives, but they. <laughs> They actually, they're just, it's like working with a type A personality. It's, yeah. it's miserable. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, and like, it's a miracle that Cam is now a pocket passer. It's a miracle that the Cowboys had an amazing comeback yesterday. Matt Ryan, he <laughs> likes computers, blows the lead once again. <laughs> with two minutes and 33 seconds, Dallas had a t- less than 2% win probability. They come out on top. I had it in the tease. Beautiful victory thanks to the greatest onside kick in NFL yes. history. Yes. So big week for niche plays. We have the greatest block in NBA history and the greatest onside kick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't I just feel bad for Matt Ryan, man. How, man. How, how how much do you have to like take? <laughs> to it's the crazy thing is like it goes on it kind of I guess it goes on him, but they scored yeah. thirty nine points. Yeah. Like that's not on him. I would, I would not, I'm not putting it on him. No, not at all. And he, he's blowing leads. The Lions have blown four consecutive games in which they've had double-digit leads. 
and Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford are best friends. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to stop hanging out. You yeah, are we, enabling each other. We can't have it. It's uh, I can't have this influence. I thought, yeah, I, I can't have it anymore. And all of a sudden, the Dallas Cowboys are in the driver's seat in their division. I think they're minus 200 odds for it. Meanwhile, Philadelphia is struggling mightily. And it got so bad in their game against the Rams yesterday, thankfully we were on the right side of it, <laughs> that they made their digital fans boo Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever been booed by a digital crowd before? Uh, not yet, but I mean, you know, uh, phase two's coming. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, gonna, it's happening. Usually, if you're going to get that bad of a response from a fake crowd, you're Robert De Niro in The King of Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to bless the Philly, whoever works in the Eagles front office who okayed that, God bless you. <laughs> I, I, feel... they, I wonder like, how, how far they went. They're like, all our fans at home, throw a battery at your TV. I imagine uh, they have those actually they're they're getting they're going down to Philadelphia's Chinatown they're getting those cats from the window and they're going to train those to throw yeah, batteries at Carson Wentz. I love Wentz. those things. You you love those cats? I love those cats. <laughs> we were all like at the edge of us. Really like, is he going to say he invented those cats? Well, I no. wish. That's that's a billion dollar corporation right there. No, I'm I'm allergic. Um <laughs> And Brian, while we're here, while our, you know, Philly, right now, they're a game out, and they are plus 220 to win that division versus a Mike McCarthy team. Sam, you control the accounts. You're a Philly fan. Can we throw down on that? No. <laughs> uh, I saw him waking. I think I know what that means. Okay, so we know there's an expanded playoff field. We know it's going to be a wild season. So let's look at some 0-2 teams that can make noise in the postseason. Right now, I see the Texans. They, they, no one had a harder start. They started against the Chiefs. They started against the Ravens. And now they're two games back of what I think is a pretty crappy Titans team, plus 600 to win the division. I think they're gonna go zero three, man. I don't. I I think they might just. I, I kind of feel like they're gonna do a little. They're not gonna win for a while. No, they're gonna win for a while because they have the. No, you might be right, actually. Because <laughs> yeah. they play the Steelers next, right? They play the Steelers, then they've yeah. got the similarly struggling Vikings, who I would take a look at. Yeah. I, don't, I see nothing to value Green Bay right now. True, but do you see? You see how the Vikings? No, they don't have Kevin Stefanski. And look at him now. Okay, have the floor. <laughs> Talk about the Browns run game. Yeah. You've got three minutes on the clock. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Let me change cameras. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. So oh, yeah. th this whole time we've been saying like, yeah, the Browns are a good football team if they figure out how they're actually a good football team. And they did on Thursday they night. They figured it out. Kareem is gonna. He's so slippery. He's like he's like a wet seal. Like that because I was over wet. That's a good nickname. And, uh, the wet the seal. Wet seal. I like that. Kareem the wet seal. Hunt. <laughs> I like I like that. I think I'm gonna try to get him to that. Uh, and Nick, I mean, he, we know what we're gonna get out of Nick. And Baker uh, just did his job and moving. Uh, I don't know why Kevin didn't do this before, but just moving in and out of the pocket. Like let him. Let him be Russ. Russ is great when he's going left, right, and just dicing up. Dicing up de defenses, and that's what we need Baker to do. He, 
he kind of put us. Uh, he threw that interception late because he was trying to do the dagger move, and you can't you can't do that. Yeah, it's like cool. I'm I'm glad you can do that, but you have a team that <laughs> Joe Burrow's throwing like 61 times. They want to win, so just control the ball. Okay, just I like that uh, we in this short amount of time we've said Russell Wilson is a good bet for the MVP and Baker Mayfield plays like him. Uh, Yeah, yeah, but he's a discount (laughs) version of Russell Wilson. Yes, yeah, he's a young version. It's about where you you're drafted, where you find success. Like fit matters with these these guys. If Baker Mayfield was drafted to the Seattle Seahawks and Pete Carroll, and he was brought along by a franchise that knows what they're doing, yeah. Maybe he would be better than he would be right now. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Meanwhile, Baker goes to a franchise they're obsessed with, I guess, tricking people out of money at truck stops. Hey, that's, that's the second that's the second time you brought that up and leave him alone. Okay. I think I think they're the they're the only team that's been like historically more focused on special teams than other parts of the game, don't you think? Yeah. Like, yeah. Their they, ring of honor. They gave Josh Cribbs all that money. Josh Cribbs, he Eric Metcalf. <laughs> those are the only guys in there. <laughs> That dude, he was the he was playing receiver and quarterback. They didn't have they had no other option. He okay? played three positions, none of them well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you say that? Don't you say that about him? He is he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, in, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, you'll see, you'll see. Is he a? <laughs> we talk about archaic um, Hall of Fames. Is there a Cleveland sports Hall of Fame? Um, in our in our hearts. I mean, there's a there's a Michigan Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. Of course, there's a Cleveland Sports Hall of Fame. Last week, I was talking about the Polish American Sports yeah. Hall of Fame in Hamtramck, Michigan. Yeah, I saw Shashevsky get inducted. Proud moment. Okay, so we we saw Brown's victory. We saw Joey B get the nickname Backdoor Burrow, and there was another rookie who got a start yesterday. Who got the start five sec literally five seconds before kickoff? Justin Herbert. Looked phenomenal. Yes, a, l- a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. What? What's? You sound like his coach right now. Because my biggest problem with Anthony Lynn wasn't punting it to Pat Mahomes on a fourth and one. After the game, you're in charge of developing this rookie quarterback. Anthony Lynn is asked, "What'd you think about Justin Herbert's performance today?" And me personally, we were watching here. We loved it. I saw grit. I saw him moving the ball down the field and him going toe-to-toe with the toughest opponent possible. He hit guys. He hit guys. He ran one in. He threw one. I mean, he, right, didn't he? That's true. Yeah. He displayed literally everything you wanted from a starting quarterback with no practice reps. Anthony Lynn's asked, what would you think of him? Well, we lost the game, so I didn't think he did a very good job. What? Uh, Justin Herbert didn't lose that game. You did, Anthony Lynn. Don't pass the buck to him. I guess COVID is staying in people's brain stems because you're seeing it with Anthony Lynn losing yet another close game. It was close. I, I think I just need my boy to get some, uh, what is that for acne? I need my boy to like get some fresh face, man. Oh, uh, like, I forget what that's called. Clearasil, proactive solution. I need him to do some proactive. Yeah, some of that, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're going to be the face of the franchise, my baby, you got to make that face of the franchise. Come you on. Don't, you don't want to see him like own it like the brow? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is my thing. I'm, I'm the adult I, acne. I have friend. adult acne. And no, it's not steroids. <laughs> yeah, but he looked great. 
I couldn't believe how well he looked with no practice reps, and it was insane that Anthony Lynn would throw his rookie quarterback, who performed heroically, under the bus. Meanwhile, we talk about gambling. We talk about enjoyable afternoons. Mm-hmm. Man, it was a, we had a dicey moment here as Harrison Butker went to kick that kick three separate times, making it every time. We've got $700 hanging in the balance. Thankfully, things go our way. The Chargers, I've always rooted for them. Yeah. And that's probably because they have so much in common with the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Blowing games constantly. Nothing but disappointment. So I've found my second franchise. That's good. Light light blue uniforms. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. One, marketable superstars, no team success. And um, (laughs) somehow the Chargers found a way to give their fans a better product by leaving. (laughs) (laughs) But how dope for that kicker to to hit it three times, like 50 yards, nailing it. That doesn't... No one... Everyone, there's so many kickers on the street because they missed a 20-yarder, yep. you know? And it's got to be hard to be a kicker just because Justin Tucker's owned, like, the top spot for so long. So long, yeah. And to, and to have to kick outside, too. That's the thing. Guys who have kick outside, like, you know, like Tucker and Butker, it's like, that's, to me, that's like... Yeah. That's so that's so crazy. That there, are so, there are some kickers who get to spend eight games inside plus, you know? That's wild to me. Just what chilling. Up, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for the first time, there is a best kicker in the NFL debate. I'm gonna go Chiefs here. Yeah. I think yeah, you have to go. You have to go that after that. Yeah, that was that was the we saw the we saw that and the con- Stephen Guskowski meltdown oh in the my same God. week. What a, that was that was fun. I as a I I not that I want him to get the yips, but man, that was fun, huh? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you see the full to watch that game six days after watching the Gaskowski meltdown. I just had a special appreciation for the Chiefs kicker and the seven hundred and fifty-seven dollars it netted into my account. Wow! Hey, that's a big score. Million dollar leg. He's got a uh, seven hundred and fifty-seven dollar leg. <laughs> Is that good? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the alternative was yeah. a call my credit card company and dispute a charge leg. <laughs> Don't do that. Okay. So last part on NFL, it's two things. One, surprisingly hard to bet against Gardner Minshew. You, you can't with Minshew madness, all right? The guy's a gamer. He's a good player. He's absolutely confident. He's ruining the, the Jaguars' tank job. So... You know, props to him. If he wasn't such a goofy-looking idiot, people would take him more seriously. And the same could be said for me. Absolutely true. I like to think of him as like the guy from Days and Confused actually grew up and played football. Randall, <laughs> Randall Pink Floyd. <laughs> oh yeah, I love God. that. Um, they're, they're a scrappy team. I was telling you about that running back, that undrafted running back. He's like, yeah, I James think he Robinson could. Or? Yeah, yep. like the dude's good. Yeah, some people, they just have a name that's too anonymous, and I think you can relate to that as Brian Mitchell. Okay. (laughs) Are you? Are you in a state with legal online sports betting? Then you need to check out thepropsnetwork.com before you make a bet. Props Network is a sports better's best friend. 
which is amazing because a sports better has a friend in this situation. Um, <laughs> you want more sports betting news and exclusive sports book bonuses? How about free betting picks and live odds comparisons for every NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL game? You get all of it at thepropsnetwork.com. Right now at the Props Network, you can play, claim $30 free bets, zero deposit required to try Unibet Sportsbook. And I'm just going to pause for, from the advert and say, that's an amazing promotion. You should absolutely try it if you're one of the states where you can do it. Dip your toe in the water. Try it out. Dad, I know you're listening in Indiana. Maybe maybe throw down a wager. Maybe you could throw down a wager tonight on the Saints if you're watching the stream. <laughs> and or you can do that. Or you can deposit the money. And Dad, don't have your credit card out near a computer because otherwise you will buy Joe Schmidt autographed memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> Or this birthday gift, which was a signed card by O.J. Simpson. Hey, that's... Okay, the juice. Yeah, and he, I asked him, why'd you send me that? Well, you're always talking about the juice. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, you could do that, or you could take a free, four free bets totaling up to $1,000 at points bets. And the Props Network is where you can find out about weekly promos and bet boosters from every top U.S. online sports book. If you're into this stuff... There are some great promos that you can throw down on. It puts some extra money in your pocket. There's a nice form of loyalty bonuses. We've seen things like Chiefs getting plus 54 in the kickoff. DraftKings had a nice $1 to win a $100 bet. So there are some great promotions here. So we're not just like a gambling advice site. We're a bang for your buck site. We're for the thrifty gambler. Be a thrifty gambler. Go to thepropsnetwork.com. Man, it's, it's nerve-wracking. The only time I get nervous on the show is when I freelance during the ad reads, but I did it with, <laughs> Nailed it. with Grace and Aplomb, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to the main event. We are talking NBA with one of the great NBA holes, Nuggets <laughs> Lakers. Is it the Anthony Davis era? I, I I heard you talking earlier about him. Uh, a big fan of the show, so I heard you talking about him uh, handing the um, <laughs> handing the keys over. And here's the here's the thing with that. One, the first of all, like, are we sure he would stay with if LeBron wasn't there? Would he stay with the Lakers? Are you mm. saying this is his keys as the great player of the moment? Yeah, as the great player of the moment, because as we've seen Giannis ascend, as we've seen Luka and Jokic and a versa multitude of other players, we've kind of seen Anthony Davis get passed over when he's the real blue chip prospect. He can do it all. He can. I mean, he can do that. Um, I like Giannis has the health over him has the bill of health that you know that you can count on him before this season obviously yeah mm -hmm. but anthony davis has the advantage where he's good in the last five minutes of game no that's true anthony davis can shoot and that is an advantage in, in a sport that is uh predicated on that um but i i kind of think like well here i don't know go I, I try to like look for like uh comparisons you know like what like other you know for like analogies with it and it's like is anthony Davis like anthony davis is very good I'm trying to. I was like, I if LeBron is handing the keys off to him, I feel like this is more like a puffy Mace situation than it is like a Biggie Jay Z situation. Oh, wow, that's that's. I mean, you might. Be, oh, no. So you think in ten years, 
Anthony Davis will be a b- bankrupt preacher. Yes, I do. I do think. I do think he's going to find God. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he also find the, he'll also find the beat to Welcome Back, which is an all time beat, great beat. That is uh, true. So you know, I don't know. I feel like Anthony Davis. You kind of didn't get how big of a superstar he was in New Orleans unless you really watched him in for the Pelicans. Like he swept a Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum team out of the playoffs single handedly. And even now, like, this is a pretty good Nuggets team that's defending him, and they can't do anything. Yeah. I think, I think one thing that Anthony Davis does really well is he, play, uh, more so than I think any big man I can think of in the game right now, plays well with size. Like yes. With, other, with other, play, other big men, he can play well. He, we saw that in uh, New Orleans with, with, uh, um, with Boogie, and then we saw and we're seeing that now with the rotation of centers they can put him with. They can also put him with LeBron, who's a, essentially a four now. So it's, I think that is extremely impressive about him. Yeah, and I think if you're mm-hmm. a young, young big and you go to the Lakers, that's your meal ticket. And yeah. like, there is no historical comp for Anthony Davis. There's never been anyone like him. And the closest I can come up with is another great Laker. I, I see a little Kareem in him. If wow. Kareem was, if Kareem came of age today, he does everything Anthony Davis does. Anthony just has a three-point shot and a little bit more handles. They're reliant not on brute strength or mm-hmm. jumping out of the gym. They're great players because of grace and body control and this form of athleticism that a lot of professional athletes don't really have. I'm glad you said that because his his makeup makes him a threat everywhere on the court. Yep. That's hard to do for a big man. You know, and yeah, and with that winning shot the other night, I mean, that's a play you you drop for a guard. That's, that's you know, that's a two three play. It's right legit. There. It was you know? it was. Uh, that's what Jason Tatum did to try to seal the Heat game. We'll get to him. <laughs> yeah, we've got some thoughts on him. And honestly, it was amazing to watch him and Jokic go back and forth in the last two possessions of that game and having full confidence in both of them. Jokic versus AD. I want both of you to complete this sentence. Jokic versus AD was the best big man battle since. Ooh. Big man battle. So you got to go. <gasps> Ooh. I would say maybe like a, a David Robinson, Akeem Olajuwon. Well, I mean, there are, there are a number to pick from. Uh, obviously, Ben Wallace, Shaq, um, <laughs> Homer alert is, uh, is a great is a great big man battle. Um, who? That's a tough. Who was, it's the, a... who was the when Boston won? Who was the big man on on the Lakers that was? They didn't have. Pau they had yet, Kendrick right? Perkins versus Gasol. Oh, so I mean, you wouldn't say Garnett versus Gasol. Maybe, but these guys, like, look at the four teams left. A, a, a big man is the best player on three of them. Yeah. You have Davis, Jokic, and Bam in Miami. Like, we've spent five years living in the shadow of the Warriors, talking about how it's a guards league, and, we, you know, we get it, and we're turning the clock back to 1995. And the pivot, it's pivotal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, it's really tough for that battle because it's not it, – it's an it, – that battle has evolved now, you know? So these big guys, what we call like, what we were saying six, nine or so, those are those guys that are, that battle has changed to that small forward versus small forward, you know? And they're all, they're all skilled in a way that big men did not used to be skilled. All of these, all of these, uh, 
All of them can play on the perimeter and can do effective things on the perimeter. Both Bam and Jokic are great passers. AD has shown his, he has range and, you know, not a terrible passer, but not obviously not the, you know, seven foot tall point guard that Jokic is. And Bam is no slouch there either. Yeah, and there is something to, okay, it's a guards league. You can win with shooting threes and getting to the free throw line. Maybe it just took this five to seven year period for the player development of big men to catch up. It's all it's all because of uh, our friend Dirk. Dirk really showed I can you can shoot the ball. You can shoot the ball with one leg and still be <laughs> and still be profitable. Yeah, have you guys heard this uh this move they're trying to uh they keep trying to like trademark for Jokic? Huh. What is it, the Somar shuffle or something <laughs> yeah. or whatever? No. It's for, it's like he's doing his one legged jumper, but they're they they can't call it the Dirk. Right. Because it's not quite the same and it's it comes more usually more on the baseline, but it's like, is this from his hometown? I don't know what this word is. Yeah. Soft, sophomore, sophomore, <laughs> sophomore. I've never heard of it. Fact checker, Brian. I've done zero on. research into it. I keep hearing Mike Breen say it like I'm supposed to know that it's like the dream shake. Yeah, and, and people, they get so ex- they get too excited about a white basketball player. I'm sick of every time Jokic or Gordon Hayward have a big moment, it becomes a meme about what these guys look like. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. we just accept that these guys are professional athletes and maybe a little goofiness is more reflective on the person taking it in and passing judgment than the athlete in question. Ooh, dropping bombs yeah. here, Joel. Stop body shaming these athletes. <laughs> I mean, Gordon Hayward, he's getting crap for having a mustache and yeah. is I mean, that's far from the most outrageous look I've seen these playoffs. Yeah, it's interesting it's interesting the di- the uh the the dichotomy of a mustache, you know? With Gardner Minshew, we think it's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. With Gordon Hayward, we're like, you believe this idiot from Portland? <laughs> like, look at this dumbass kombucha Bruin. Like, it's fun. it's crazy. It's but it's all. I guess it's the goodwill and it's um, whether or not you believe Black Lives Matter. I don't know. But, that's, uh, but that's all. <laughs> and, on, you know, that's Gordon, between Gordon and, and the Lord. Yeah, but everyone um, just assumes Gordon Hayward is a racist. It's been a punchline for years now, without a shred of credible. The dude played in Utah, and he didn't have a choice in that. Yeah, <laughs> he that's left true. as soon as he could. While for Boston, I mean that's. <laughs> <laughs> Utah of the East. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, let's let's make fun of a guy that's making multi-million of dollars because that doesn't work. I don't know why why people just oh well look at look at that. It, because, it's a waste of time because for some reason it's it's mean when you point out that his bones are brittle. I think uh, <laughs> that's, I think that, that is. Mean. I think that's we we're like that's like a low blow. So we're like yeah, but like he looks dumb. This. Well, Father a, of four. A low blow is what got him into these situations. <laughs> That's true. Thank you, Kyrie Irving. Um, <laughs> the world is flat, and now so are Gordon Hayward's arches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk Celtics heat. How many young assets in the league would you want over Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero? Uh, yeah, they can have almost everyone on the Pistons. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. If that's a package, I, yeah, just give me those two. Like you, I'll pick, you. you probably pick either of them over Jalen Brown. I don't know if you pick them over Jason Tatum, but the fact that these guys are doing what they're doing on the biggest stage is remarkable to me. 
I think it's a matter of what you want when it when you compare it to someone like Jalen Brown because Jalen Brown to me has like there's a higher variance in what he could do. Yeah. Whereas I think I see like Duncan Robinson is very steady, like mm-hmm. astonishingly just like yeah, just steady and one of the quickest releases I've ever seen. When he ca- when he catches the ball in the corner, it doesn't come down at he, all. He, he had that's crazy. Up. He made a three where he didn't catch the ball. He caught it mid. Yeah, and he just like. Yeah, just bats it up. It's and, amazing. And there's plays that they run for Robinson and Hero that only Golden State runs for Steph Curry. There are sets they get him the ball off a little bubble screen and they put it up immediately. Yeah, that's some Golden State shit. They've got the Splash Brothers 2.0 there potentially. Well, Tyler Hero already believes that about himself. If you saw the num the sheer volume of shots he oh, took yeah. last game, that was <laughs> yeah. they were letting him just yeah you cook you do whatever you want Tyler. And the thing is he can cook though. He can, but he also. Yeah, it, it also it, clank. It, yeah, yeah. There, there's like too. There's too much. Uh, like. They gave him the keys to the city a little bit too quickly. I mean, a guy show a guy shows up in Miami looking like Machine Gun Kelly. They're going to give him the keys to the city. I just think they're just like they're ready to hand this man all the jumpsuits he wants. Yeah, yeah. He has the keys to the city, and they're just now finding out he plays for the Heat. <laughs> they thought he was a DJ down there for Art Basel. Um, yeah. While we're here, I'm just going to go back up and point out that the Lakers game two victory shifted their title odds. From minus two fifty to minus five hundred, so that's a pretty influential game too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money's pouring in on them. So okay, we talk about the Celtics. They're an ideal basketball team. They're well built. There's a democracy there. Mm-hmm. Is that stupid? Should they just throw that all away and build around Jason Tatum? I think they're gradually doing that. Don't you think? Kind of, but like watching them like be in these tight games and Jason Tatum, like I don't want to like Jason Tatum. No, he's just uh, he's just exactly the sort of basketball player I'd like to have on my team. Yeah, he, I don't I don't want to like him. But <laughs> he's, I, he's got all the promise in the world. He's got two problems that he needs to figure out, yeah. which is the fadeaway in traffic and Ugh. his relationship with the referees. Yes, but if I'm a Boston fan which I am through marriage. And um, <laughs> I kind of want to just get rid of Kemba, get rid of Gordon, have Jalen as Pippen, and give him that James Harden usage rate. The thing is, I, in addition to the things he has to work on, I think um, his creation at the end of the game could use some work. Yes. And I think that's why I think that's where Boston's system really benefits him, is that they share the ball. It moves from either side of the court. It's... You know, they do, you know, lateral passing, lateral movement. It's mm-hmm. all, everything's in motion. Yeah. And when he had that uh, end of game shot, uh, in, was that game one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he had, mm-hmm. the, he had the shot at game one. You could see that, like, he's just, he doesn't, he, he can do it. I mean, he could physically do it, but that's not the situation you want to put him in, I think. Yeah, yeah. but I think you just want to give him the reps now for the player he'll be, because he's still amazingly young. Yeah. I believe he's 21 years old. And mm. you ju- this is the best trial by fire you could get. You're going against those all those switchable bigs in Toronto. You're going against this bulldog of a Miami Heat oh team. Oh my god! So, but what what do you build? What is the the optimal uh, five for Tatum? You have Tatum, Brown, Tice, Marcus Smart. You add in a Ricky Rubio like mm. point guard, mm-hmm. and you make it Tatum's team. You don't need guys like Kemba who are great players, but I don't necessarily want Kemba Walker creating 
shots in isolation. Hayward's fine because he's a distributor, mm-hmm. but I don't really like the Kemba Walker fit on that team. No, Kemba Kemba is someone that needs his own team. I think that's I think this is something he's figuring out yeah, too. He needs his own team in the city of Charlotte. That's how Kemba <laughs> Walker is happy. <laughs> no stakes. You will no under the pressure. And you'll be you'll make the occasional all-star game. Congratulations. You're the rich man's Jason Terry. <laughs> that's a good Jason Terry. Yeah, that's he did pretty good. If you could if you could so you want a you want a, a point guard with him who doesn't shoot or who is not trying to score essentially. Yeah, but I want Jason Tatum to have a top 5 usage rate in the league and if you cuz I kind of see that not only can he do what any perimeter player does, he can also do that kind of Giannis get to the rim whenever he wants thing. He can do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. If you cultivate around that like he has the ability to be kind of a mix of LeBron and KD in my book. He he could I just don't the thing is like LeBron came into the league with this just uncanny court it's hard to like compare someone to LeBron because no player I haven't seen a player with size come in with that kind of court vision besides like maybe Ben Simmons mm. but that's like not is that even really like it's not on that level right but maybe Ben Simmons is the right player to play with Jason Tatum mm. That's a good All idea. Right, let's, maybe the GMs will do that over the offseason. And I, I'm sorry, I talk about Jason Tatum every episode, and that's just because I'm falling in love. <laughs> so I'm falling in love with you. So before we get out of here, <laughs> do we have the rights on that song? Uh, yeah, oh, that's got it's like eighty dollars right there. What song was that? Was that a lyric? Know, I'm it, falling it was, in love you with have, you. It was it was a it was a uh, a Puff Daddy Mace Mace track. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It, like, you were you were not allowed to listen to that growing up as a Jehovah's Witness. No way. No way. No. No, no way. Prince only. <laughs> Prince and little Michael Jackson. So. Oh, who's little Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> the only Michael Jackson we're allowed to acknowledge anymore. <laughs> so we let's talk about this series moving forward. The the odds makers they kind of overvalue Boston right now. They're minus one thirty five to win the series. Mm. That's do, wild. Yeah. Do I hedge my heat my heat for the series bet? Do I put a little Boston action with them favored right now? I can't believe Gordon Hayward's return would swing the odds that much. That is that is really astonishing to me that that would happen. Uh, and if you can hear the faint smoke alarms, that just means Sam's fiance is cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I hear his hope that she's not watching. I'll be in trouble for that. <laughs> the other upstairs, maybe. Oh, yeah, allegedly. Um, Hey, so, City Field's burning, you know, it's just, we're just trying yeah. to mimic. Yeah. City Field's burning, our takes are hot, everything, <laughs> every, you know, alarms are going off. Yeah, I mean, I probably deserve that for my LeBron-KD hybrid comparison <laughs> for Jason Tatum, so that one's on me. I, I, I can no longer call Kawhi Leonard a perfect basketball player, so I gotta go somewhere. So oh, yeah. we know how playoff series be- break down, and you know I'm going to be betting this game tomorrow. Line is Celtics by three. Who do I take? Oh, damn it. I think the Celtics. Celtics by three? Yeah. I'm taking the, I'm grabbing those points. I'm taking the heat. I think I like the heat. Yeah. I I think I, I can't believe, I mean, I, it's gotten to the point with the heat. I'm surprised when they lose. I see, I see them. I see them in like, they're in the games. They're in every game and they are just like, like you said, they're a bulldog. They just keep coming. 
Yeah, because the game on Saturday night, that was a Celtic blowout that they won by five points. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I want that I want that cushion. You yeah, want- I I mean the Boston's always good to try to get the score like just we like to even they like to even up. Yeah. And they'll just play hard defense. It's gonna be uh, yeah. uh, it's gonna be uh fifty to, to seventy two. That's gonna be like the, the fourth <laughs> quarter. That's how they play though. And the Boston Celtics have now been in twelve consecutive games in which the road opponent has won. So we talk about home field not mattering anymore. The Boston Celtics are the poster child. The last time they won, the home team won yeah. was game two against Philadelphia in round one. Whoa. Good stat. Think about it. Yeah. You have this series. You have that Toronto one. Right. Game, seven games. Road team won all of them. And Philly was not winning a game in that series. Hell so. no. No, they need, they need to go on a vision quest. They need a whole, <laughs> they, need a, they need a reset. Well, Joel, if you want to go on a vision quest, hit me up. 313-917-9977. I know you live in New York sometimes, so let me take you to dimensions you never dreamed of. And hey, let me introduce you to non-dairy ice cream while we're at it. <laughs> Am I the person to change Joel Embiid's life? If he yeah. if he led my lifestyle, we wouldn't be talking about Jokic or Davis. We'd be talking about Joel Embiid right That's now. That's true. He could. Uh, he, I mean, you have uh, lower percent body fat than him, I think. So, uh, congrats. <laughs> well, this was a fun episode. Follow Nate on all platforms. Twitter's especially great. Is it Nate Fridson or N Fridson? At Nate Fridson, N A T E F R I D S O N, and uh, on Instagram at Fridskins. If you want to see. <laughs> Nothing. I don't post anything there. So don't follow me there. Just Twitter, <laughs> at Nate Fridson. Just Twitter. And if you are, we'll be back for Walk On Podcast, live stream Wednesday, pod out Thursday. We're going to have, we're going to go deep into Boston again. Randy Gardner, a.k.a. Francis from NFL Fan Therapy, will be sitting in. And then next week, we've, we've got some big MLB stuff planned. So before we go, I want, if you're watching on the stream, why don't you stick around for our Monday night kickoff? I'm going to tell you where the money will be this Monday evening. My boss, Sam, in in addition to making the poor financial decision to hire me, will be backing the Raiders this evening. (laughs) Plus four. It's falling. Let me double down on that. (laughs) 